This is Steel City Business, the Sheffield Business Podcast. Hello, I'm James, and this is Steel City Business, brought to you by the team at Rebel Base Media, highlighting the great stuff happening within the business community here in Sheffield. Today, we're meeting Dan Broadbent, Managing Director of Objective Creative, a business-to-business marketing agency based in the heart of Sheffield City Centre. They've gone from very humble beginnings to a workforce of 12 with big plans for the future. My name is Dan Broadbent. I'm the Managing Director of B2B Marketing Agency, Objective Creative. Well, Dan, thank you for your time. It's great to meet you. So we're here. You're based at The Circle, yeah. uh, which is um, in the centre of Sheffield. That's it, yeah. Kind of hidden away. I've never been here before. Yeah, I mean, we're actually the most central um, agency in the city, but it is a bit of a hidden gem, this building, because people often are at either end of the street, Division Street or West Street, but don't necessarily know that we exist in the middle as a circle. But no, when we were looking for premises going back eight years now, um, we saw the circle at the last minute. We thought we had another home and then we came into the circle and we thought it was absolutely right for us because it's a a fantastic building and um, we had some great facilities here and had the room to grow as well. So when we started here, we were at an office at the far end of the corridor on this floor and then we kept on taking extra space as we grew and then now we have um, half of the floor so it gave us the ability to grow and another another good point was that our brand colour the orange that people may have seen uh, was exactly the colour this building had so it seemed like destiny when we came here. <laughs> perfect perfect um, so tell me about Objective Creative. So we're uh, one of the uh, UK's fastest growing business to business marketing agencies um, we deliver um, all services in house so we normally start with strategy um, and then when the strategy is agreed we have a facility to develop uh, all the creative uh, deliverables so that might be artwork for print or increasingly for digital um, we uh, deliver uh, digital development so websites and apps and systems um, video production and motion graphics uh, pay-per-click advertising um, we do social media management uh, we do a lot of lead generation so that might be through um, HTML email or direct marketing um, there's a whole host of different services but really everything you can imagine is done by the team here a team of 12 um, but it all starts with a strategy we want someone to come with a business challenge or opportunity and we find out the best way for them to achieve it really it was great to kind of hear about you kind of starting off in a different part of the mm. building and then growing along the way. Yeah. Take me right back, if you would do, then to the to the origins. Yeah, how, how did the company come about? So uh, myself and uh, my business partner, uh, Carl, um, we met at an agency uh, in Sheffield, um, when we were in our early 20s um, and um, you know over a beer we always said that we wanted to do something together and I think as far back as I can remember I've always wanted to you know run uh, run my own business um, so we said that we would do it uh, before we were 30 um, and we went our separate ways I worked in the Middle East for a few years um, came back to an agency um, in uh, in Sheffield uh, Carl got as far as Leeds so you know he escaped for a little while as well um, and then um, when we were reaching our 30th birthday um, the recession hit and it seemed like in many respects the worst possible time to do what we did um, but we thought of thought that it was a, a now or never moment really that well, if you put it off then you probably always will um, we had uh, an opportunity at that point to uh, start uh, start the agency so we went ahead um, and I think that's been actually one of the best parts because when you start in difficult times you have to get things right from the start you can't have you can't have you know a lot of uh, you know additional cost in your business you have to make sure that everything is as lean as possible so we started eight years ago 
in the middle of that recession and quite quickly um, two of us become three uh, and then four and then we uh, moved on from there so we've organically grown year on year so yeah so we started um, say in the middle of recession um, but I think that's in some ways been a blessing to us because we could get things right at that point and especially in our industry I think some of the I think the old style agencies um, they had to really adapt and you know digital world came as a bit of a shock to them and they had a lot of sort of wastage in their business that meant that we were able to to be more competitive and leaner and more flexible. Um, so that's really a mantra that we've taken from that point forward. Obviously, it's been hard at times, but um, there's been more good days and bad days, definitely. So whereabouts do you kind of find yourself now in terms of the the, the setup of the organisation? Yeah. So I'd say our aim was always to um, replicate what big agencies do, but with a smaller team. So with a big agency, that there aren't many of them really left, I wouldn't say, in this region, but with a big agency, you might have four or five teams and they have the A team for their big clients and then you know depending on how important you are to them you might get you know the juniors um, if uh, you know if they so wish with us we said we wanted one team so we could give the best service to everybody but that team wanted to be people that had complementary skills so there are some agencies that are all designers some that are all strategists some that are all digital people we wanted a mix really so my background being strategy uh, Carl's being uh, creative and digital and then we um, we managed to recruit people um, who had other complementary skills. So be that in digital marketing or video production or copywriting. Um, so we have a team that is structured like one of the big, you know, 100 person agencies would, but we have that one sort of A team, if you like, uh, of 12 people. And it, it was also important to us that everybody had an understanding of strategy because we didn't want to just create uh, work for, you know, we've got, we've got a slogan on our wall that says something like, you know, graphics without strategy is art um, but with uh, strategy is marketing and we didn't want to just paint pretty pretty pictures we wanted to actually develop marketing solutions that really work for people so it's important that all of our creatives understand strategy and all our strategists understand creative and it's also important that everyone is really at home on digital as well so all of our studio team as well as being uh, great creatives they also have an understanding of the digital process so they can develop uh, front-end development and then the back end is, is is very separate because you have to have some very specialist skills to be able to code a website. That's not something that you could tag on someone's job description. So, so these, so so these guys have got those specialist skills, but they understand the importance of of the creativity and the strategy side of it as well. So we mentioned that we are in uh, banging the centre mm. of, of of Sheffield. Um, I'm guessing your client base spreads a little bit further yeah. than, than than Sheffield. Just just yeah. tell me a little bit about kind of where we'll, we'd, we'd find the customers yeah. of yours. So so when we started, we had a client um, in uh, in North America, um, and we had a client in Spain. Um, but you know that isn't by necessarily desire. That was just by people that you know actually knew us and wanted to be a part of what we we're doing. In terms of where we prospect, we would normally say a two hour commute from where we are um, is a really good rule of thumb um, because it means that we can service those clients we want to have people that we can go and see uh, and we can uh, you know sort of uh, meet with them and uh, find the best solutions for them so we normally look at a two-hour drive time and um, wherever possible um, as many you know very local businesses as possible as we can but because we've got specialisms so we work with professional services organizations we work in construction uh, and we work in advanced uh, manufacturing and engineering 
engineering. Um, because of that, we often, you know, find that there's somebody who would be a great fit and they might be, you know, in, in Hull, for example, and that's absolutely manageable, of course. So, you know, it's as much about the client, but yeah, we want to do as much business as we possibly can, uh, as near as we can, because it works for us and it works for our clients too as well. And I think that's where being members of the, the, the Chamber of Commerce, um, both Sheffield and Barnsley and Rotherham, we have the highest level of membership with them. Um, there's an entrepreneurial group called Connect Yorkshire that we work with. Um, so those sort of uh, tie-ins uh, allow us to be more visible locally um, and hopefully sort of you know in, uh, getting involved in in, in, in sort of uh, you know media such as this help and, and speaking at events and, and 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 we and we work very closely with the universities. So the more we can kind of give back locally, hopefully the higher our profiles raised and the more people sort of knock on our door when they have a requirement I, I like that about um you know wanting to work with people that you can actually get to and go and sure. see that kind yeah. of personal touch yeah. i think yeah. is, is a really nice thing uh, what what else is there about um you that is unique i think I think it'd be wrong for anyone in our business to say that, you know, for anyone in the marketing sector to say they're absolutely unique with anything. But I think that if you were to look at uh, agencies in our region, the vast majority of agencies would either work with all types of clients. So they might work on the high street one day and then the next day they're working with an engineering or manufacturing business. Um, there are other people that would only work with consumer brands. Um, we took a strategic decision to focus on business to business marketing because that's where we've got 20 plus years of experience. So I think the biggest part of our offer is that we really truly understand business to business clients and we have a full uh, agency setup. So we deliver all of the services required required for those clients. So that really puts us not in a unique position, but in a position where we're in, you know, if people wanted a business to business agency, they might have a handful of choices. If they wanted a generalist or a consumer agency, they would have hundreds of choices. So that was our biggest strategic decision. This is quite a quite a difficult one to come up with on the spot. If you had to sum up the organisation in three words, what would they be? First one would definitely be uh, strategic. Um, when people say, you know, are you a creative agency, a digital agency, a strategy agency? I would always say all three, but the biggest, uh, the biggest, uh, you know, sort of word on that page would be strategy, because without an effective strategy, I don't think we can deliver all the others. Um, but the other two would be creative and digital, because um, we've actually got those three words beneath our brand, uh, because I think that that does, um, I think that does sum it up. But I think having strategy first is probably the biggest, di the, the biggest difference that separates us between lots of agencies, because there's some agencies that you know would 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 actually start work on the creative without the strategy and we think that's a mistake so so strategic maybe number one um but you know creative and digital yes that's a part of what we do they're the deliverables and they are equally as important um and then in terms of you know being results driven as well because we're not necessarily interested in winning design awards for design sake. we want our marketing to be effective and the way that we've grown is by growing other people's businesses and the word of mouth that goes with that and clients that have grown alongside us as well so if we can generate more leads for a company then that's much more important than painting a pretty picture really going from um just the two of you right at the beginning mm. to uh, where you find yourself mm. now with a team of of 12 yeah. there must have been some great moments over those yeah. um eight years or, yeah. or so um what kind of stands out what have been the real successes um and not necessarily the biggest successes but what have been yeah. the moments that you've just kind of thought oh wow i think the 
I think the ones that you remember more are the early ones, you know, in that, you know, you start off, you know, the agency and the first, you know, few big clients that we're able to attract. I think that is where you, you know, have the reassurance that you make the right decision and that actually, you know, you've walked into a room and before that people didn't know anything at all about you and your business. And then when you're able to secure the first contract, which at the time, you know, allowed us to be where we are today, I think that was really the times that we felt most proud because it, 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 Obviously, when you say that you're going to, you know, leave a, you know, a, a secure, you know, well-paid job to take on uh, the challenge of starting your own business, there's always going to be people around you that are very supportive, but there's also people around you that will say, are you sure? Um, so to be able to say, well, actually, yes, or someone else, uh, you know, has actually chosen us over some well-established agencies at the time, I think that was particularly, particularly uh, important. Um there's also some uh, contract work we've done. So we've done some tenders where, you know, a tender can take, and especially at the time when we did them, uh, you know, a disproportionate amount of time really to complete all of the information that's required. And then there was one that we got, and uh, I always remember it because it was the day after um, the Tramlines Festival, and Tramlines used to use our building as a when it was in the city centre. Uh, and one of our guys at the time, uh, one of the creatives, um, he'd obviously been out a bit late the night before, and I remember him, I remember him not being at his desk, at nine o'clock that morning and and, and and obviously normally that would have been a big deal and then and then we sort of found out that we got this big contract which at the time was you know sort of 25% of turnover and he rolled in at 11 o'clock bleary-eyed and you know neither of us were bothered you know and he must have been thinking what's you know what's going on there how come how come they're, how come they're so relaxed about it but obviously you know he, he definitely you know got the best uh, you know got a look on his side that day to have uh, to have the hangover because we were that you know elated that we'd won this contract that it was all forgotten very quickly so uh, yeah that was a time that I would remember a lot as well starting out when you did during a recession mm. um I mean, I, I guess the the fairy tale would be that it's been plain sailing ever since, yeah. and, and things yeah. have, have gone in uh, have just gone in one direction. But I'm guessing that's not the case, and there have been a few challenges no. over the years. No, I, I think there's um, a natural progression that a business can have if you're doing a good job. Then you can quite easily grow. You know, from I mean, we, we did anyway, from you know two of us to four of us to six of us. But then you end up in a time where you really have to probably make some changes to get the next stage of growth underway. And I think that's probably probably been um, the time that we really had to you know sort of take a step back and really look at what we want to do differently and in terms of what we did differently it was to really take a step back and work with uh, other people that aren't so familiar with our business and really understand what we're doing that other people aren't other agencies aren't um, and the biggest change that we'd made we made this change probably three years ago was to shout about our business to business experience was to actually at times say no to pieces of work that didn't fit our profile so our profile is is, is almost entirely business to business but we also have um, clients in the in the public sector as well so 70% or so of our businesses, business to business clients, 30% in the public sector. And they're the two areas where we've specialised in particular in, in particular sort of subsectors within those areas as well. Um, so in the public sector, we work in education and regeneration. Uh, and we also work with um, uh, restorative justice uh, charity and other people in, in sort of a crime prevention and social campaigning. So at that point, I think we overcome that challenge by really stepping back and and asking for some second opinions on what we were doing differently and not being afraid to shout about what we are actually great at because when you start a business it's difficult 
to say no because you obviously want to make sure that you're profitable as quickly as possible but then when you get to a point where actually you've you know you've got that foundation there's a you know there's a great strength in being able to say no to people you're not the best fit to and to enable you to spend that time uh, you know working with the people you are a good fit to so that was the point of which we probably had the greatest challenge, but that's actually been the making of us by being able to, you know, sort of take that step back. Gave us a reason to take that step back and to really refocus on what it is that we're, you know, able to do very well. Um, having started out in the midst of a, a recession, yeah. we find ourselves at a, a kind of an unusual place now yeah. with, uh, as we, we record this, we've yeah. got an election around the corner. Yeah. Um, we've got Brexit or not Brexit mm. lingering. Mm. No one really knows what's mm. going on there. And a lot of talk that, um, depending what happens, yeah. that, you know, recession could be um, a, a possibility in the yes. not too distant future. Yeah. Um, what do you kind of make of the the, the kind of the... The, the scene out there right now, and I guess sure. I'm, I'm specifically thinking about Sheffield, but also generally within your sector. Yeah, um, I think in terms of how it's affected us, we're going to be sort of achieving 25% plus growth this financial year. So for us, I can't say that it's had any negative impact at all, although you don't know what you would be achieving in a different environment. Um, but I think that's more to do with some of the micro factors in terms of, you know, what we've done right over that period of time. And, and then obviously there's also a bit of luck that, you know, that that's there as well in terms of you know being fortunate that people have chosen to work with us in in terms of overall i think there's probably a situation where um we've found that we've been tendering against very very big agencies so corporate agencies and that surprised me at times because i've sometimes thought well you know those agencies you know may have uh, two three years ago not been interested in some of the work that we're tendering for they may have seen themselves as being above it in terms of you know wanting bigger fish to fry um, and then in terms of on the other side increasingly as technology improves then you know you can set up an agency from your back bedroom now if you wanted to as well so you know I think there are considerations that we have where there's people that are competitors that are huge you know hundreds of millions of pounds worth of turnover and uh, you know an, an equity investment and then there's other people that are um, you know one man bands one person bands that are working you know with no overhead so I think what we need to do in that situation is to make sure that we can um, we can really articulate our message much more clearly it's not enough for us to know why we're different and why there's advantages of working you know with an agency of our size over you know both of those uh, we need to make sure that we get that across and sometimes that is the biggest challenge because superficially two offers might look the same but when you scratch beneath the surface you'll see the way we do things is different uh, to the way that you might do it if you were one person uh, or if you were a hundred people uh, so you know I think that's something that we've definitely found over the past you know few years there's probably challenges from both sides and this 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 leads me on to um uh, a subject that um, I think varies from 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 every business, whatever sector you're in, which is um, kind of marketing and how you promote yourselves. Mm. And I know you mentioned earlier about kind of making a decision a few years ago to to sort of change the way that you um, that, that you did that. I know yeah. you were at the the business showcase in yeah. Sheffield a few weeks back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how how do you go about that? How how do you find works for you in terms yeah. of promoting the business? Yeah. So so as an agency, you know, it, it's some 
sometimes strange that the most difficult client you have is your own, is yourself because because you're that close it's very difficult sometimes to see what it is that's so different we go into other businesses and we find out what their key messages are what makes them different we do the research and find out why you would choose uh, one particular business over another when it's your baby it's very difficult to see um, so firstly how we do that is to get a second opinion from our clients who are fortunate enough to tell us that and if you've got a good relationship they'll tell you you know the good and the bad and the indifferent um, and then also from our new business uh, people that are speaking to prospects on a daily basis um, in terms of what we actually so when the message is right the strategies that work most effectively for us are very targeted so it'd be very unusual for us to take very broad brush uh, advertising uh, we would often look for very targeted ways of reaching the people that we want to work with so we run a, a prospect database of, pe- of companies that we know are complementary to the clients that we have so we've got a real specialism in their area so be that in professional services so it might be architects civil engineers construction uh, it might be legal it might be finance it might be advanced manufacturing and then we uh, target um, the people that we know that we could add value to and then we make sure we do bespoke uh, bespoke marketing to them so that might be html email uh, it might be uh, postal marketing we, we, we still think there's a great uh, advantage if, 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 if done right so not necessarily sending people a business card and a brochure uh, but you know sending somebody a really targeted memorable piece of mail that actually shows that you're not just trying to get the next order you, you've actually identified um, you know a, a small number of businesses that you actually think you could add some value to and I think that shows that if you're very authentic in what you send them so um, a lot of what we do comes from comes from uh, direct marketing um, but very targeted direct marketing and quite sophisticated direct marketing because you can you can use technology to your advantage to really understand um, what people want and make sure you deliver it through your direct marketing um, and the second side would be um, our digital uh, presence so we rank number one for um, the search terms that we target and that makes a huge difference because people you know see us more visit you know there's, there's greater visibility of our website now the website has to be right for them to pick up the phone or to email us but fortunately uh, that's happening more than it ever has because we've got the optimization uh, in place um, and although we should know how to do that so do all our competitors you would think so you know we, we, we're quite proud of being you know number one for um, our search terms because we know that we're up against people that also understand how to how to get to the top so it, it's quite a it's quite a competitive thing to do so obviously our digital guys do very well to be able to to achieve that where would you say you kind of sit within your space in in Sheffield where obviously there's kind of other companies that do mm. a similar sort of thing where whereabouts would you say that you kind of rank within that in terms of um, in terms of people that we would actually come across on the on a day-to-day basis with pieces of pitch work and you know people that we may have taken uh, you know p- people who may have previously been with another agency and come to us we we come across you know probably five or six people that we'd see as key competitors I would say locally um, and I'm sure there's occasions where you know people choose to work with us uh, who were previously working with those so that's obviously very rewarding at that time so in terms of locally business to business marketing then you know I would like to think that 
it would be unusual for us not at least to be invited to speak to somebody. Now, everyone has their own preferences as to what they're looking for. And if someone's looking for an agency of, you know, 100 people, then they're not going to choose us. And if someone's looking for the very cheapest agency, they're not going to choose us. Um, so, but, but, you know, more often than not, I think our success over the past few years has come from not chasing absolutely every opportunity, only going after those we know we could do the best job for, but then having a very high conversion version rate with those that we could have the very best job for um so yep so i wouldn't say necessarily that you know we'd be you know number one but i think we'd be number one for the people that we want to work with so it's that targeting really that matters the fact that we kind of aren't trying to go after everybody we're trying to you know do a great job for those that really meet the profile of our ideal customer Thinking back to those kind of very organic routes where mm. um, you and your your business partner mm. set set up the uh, the company. Yeah. Um, if there's anyone, and not necessarily in a similar space, but anyone that's been doing a job for a certain number of years yeah. and thinking, yeah. oh, I think I could do a better yeah. a better job of, of setting a company and doing this. What what advice would you give to someone that's in that position, maybe yeah. on the cusp of just yeah. thinking, do I go for it? Do I not? Yeah. Um, I think I, I think for us, it actually all come down to the fact that we made a commitment to ourselves and to each other and we didn't let outside factors influence whether or not we went ahead and I think it would have been very easy for us not to and some people might argue very sensible for us not to given you know the fact that we just entered a recession and you know we were in a situation where it was it wasn't that we hated what we were doing it was that we thought we could do something better um, so I think it was having that sort of belief and actually having the support around you to be able to do that as well because obviously a decision like that doesn't just doesn't just impact yourself it impacts everyone around you as well so you know making sure that you know what you're getting into but then when you make the decision going with it uh, as long as you can see that you have a business plan in place that you know you can uh, you know you can actually deliver on um, so there was a lot of planning but there was equally as much faith as well and I think that's something that can sometimes be missing because I think some people you know believe that they're waiting for the perfect, you know, everything to align, the stars to align in terms of their business. And I'm not sure that really ever happens. Um, and, you know, I think there is a lot, although you have to make sure that you have a solid business plan and you have all the skills in place and that, you know, there's a better than average chance of success, I think you do need to have that self-belief and you have to have the belief of people around you because otherwise, because it's always going to be easier to pick up a paycheck than it is to go alone. It's always going to be easier. That's why most people don't do it. But it's, um, it's, but then I don't know whether people that truly, you know, are are made for business necessarily are wired in the same way as everyone else as well. Because I do remember, you know, as a you know as 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 a kid, always wanting to, uh, you know, sort of always wanting to sort of run my own business. So, um, you know, I think you re- it really has to be a passion because it's never going to be the easiest option. You're always going to have to work harder, more hours, at more risk. Um, but if the rewards of that in terms of the satisfaction um, and, and in terms of just, you know, knowing that you've, you know, you've given yourself, you're giving yourself every opportunity to be successful, um, you know, are worth it to you, then you'll, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be fine with all the downsides um, because, you know, the times that you win that contract or you do a great job or you employ another person or, or somebody, even, you know, if somebody has been with us, you know, in the early days and then, you know, we've got somebody who, you know, was with us in the, uh, in the early days um, a few months in and then now is sort of running, you know, a department for an agency, you know, in New Zealand, for example, you know, that's rewarding because, you know, they were part of our journey and they've gone off on their 
their own now. Um, he got as far away from us as he possibly could, but you know, I don't know if there's anything in that. But you know, that kind of uh, is really rewarding as well. So you know, just just not thinking everything's going to be uh, perfect because it's not, but making sure that you know the good days are so important to you that you'll 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 work through it to get there. Any regrets as you look back? Only on a micro level. I mean, there's obviously, you know, every day I'm sure there's things you could do better. But in terms of, you know, in terms of the business, um, I absolutely um, wouldn't ever turn back on that. And, you know, it's definitely the best decision um, I've ever made. Um, And I think Carl thinks the same on that. So, no, in terms of making that decision, it's definitely the right thing for me. Um, You know, and I think, I think definitely, I'm not the sort of person that's ever sort of happy and, you know, sort of sits back on the laurels and said, right, we've done it now. There's always what next. Um, But I think that's really sort of the entrepreneurial streak that you need to have really if you're going to sit back on it you're probably you're probably not the right person to be doing it in the first place you set yourself the target of of um setting this up by your 30th yeah. birthday I'm, I'm not impolite enough to ask no. someone their age but no. when you think ahead to kind of the next milestone yeah have you got a target in mind something you want to achieve by then yeah i mean we've set ourselves you know targets amongst ourselves in terms of you know in in, in in terms of turnover in terms of you know sort of what 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 we can actually deliver um in terms of going forward then you know i think we would want to be I think it's very, very significant to, you know, the, the million pounds worth of turnover done in the right way is a very significant milestone and one that, you know, is definitely the next target. Um, it's not about turnover. It's a but, 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 but we wouldn't, you know, allow ourselves to reach that without having everything else right. So if we can do more of what we have and get ourselves to a point where we've hit a significant turnover uh, target, that would be fantastic. Um, we don't just want to get there by doing things the wrong way. We want to get there by doing things the right way. So if we can get there, um, then that would be great because that means that. You know, we've uh, you know we're able to work with many more businesses um, that we can have a mutually beneficial relationship with. So I think that would be the milestone, if you like, um, and that's something that you know we're working towards and we're seeing progress on on a on a uh, on a, um, a year by year basis. Um, and there's also you know other you know sort of business ideas, if you like, you know that we would you know want to supplement. I think. I think in terms of the agency, that's very much, you know, what we will always focus as our main drive on a day-to-day basis. But, you know, the, if, if the right opportunity presents itself or we, you know, manage to discover the right opportunity aside from that as well, um, then that's something that I think we'd enjoy as well. So, yeah, so so just not resting on our laurels, really, and making sure that, yeah, you're coming to work because you can see yourself working towards another target. I think there'd be nothing worse than, you know, having thought you'd achieved everything, but we're far, far, far from that. So that's not a big worry at the moment and just finally for me dan um if there's anyone listening that wants to find out more about you and about the the company what's the best way of them um finding out more yeah so i think um i would go to our website first of all um and then from there all of our socials and all of our contact channels are there but um objectivecreative.com um that was um when we set up i think the biggest uh, i think the biggest sort of um headache we had first of all was finding you know that right agency name that was right and we could get the dot com on you know because uh, we'd, we'd we didn't want anything else but we've got objectivecreative.com um, so that's very much uh, you know an easy way to find us um, see if I'm telling the truth put in marketing agency Sheffield and see if we are top but uh, we, we, we genuinely are um, so yeah objectivecreative.com uh, and we'd love to hear from people that uh, are interested in a business to business marketing agency or, or people from the public sector who are looking for someone in regeneration uh, looking for someone in education um, or are looking for someone in uh, you know restorative justice uh, and uh, social change 
engine. It'd be great to speak to people off the back of this uh, this podcast. Um, so yeah, objectivecreative.com is a place to see us and sort of follow us across our social channels from there. Dan, thank you for your time. The best of luck in the uh, in the next steps in the in the journey. Thank you yeah, for your time yeah, thanks, today. Yeah, thank you for asking me. Thank you. Find us at steelcitybusiness.com and subscribe to get our new episodes first. Audio marketing works. Talk to the Rebel Base Media team about creating a custom, cost-effective podcast for your business at rebelbasemedia.io.